0: welcome to the primal potential podcast i am your host elizabeth benton if you want to create change in any area of your life you're in the right place together we'll explore the strategies and tools i've used to lose over 100 pounds pay off one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in debt and become a multiple seven-figure business owner i've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible so if you're frustrated If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for joining me today. I've been reflecting over the last few weeks on what I can learn looking back at my fitness journey. Because I took a decent amount of time off from going to a gym. And part of that was gyms were shut down. And part of that was being pregnant back to back to back and recovering from C-sections and uh, the loss of my daughter and you know my high-risk pregnancy with the twins but there are some things that I really wish I had done differently that I'm incorporating now, and maybe you can benefit from my mistakes and my missteps and my lack of consistency. So I want to dive into all of that today. Before we do, though, I am going to be giving away My favorite protein powder, I get asked about this all of the time because getting enough protein is a huge priority for me for a number of reasons. Number one, when I eat more protein, I tend to crave less sugar. And a lot of that comes from blood sugar stability. And protein is really, really great at helping keep our blood sugar stable. And it's those peaks and valleys, those crashes that are often responded to in the body by sugar cravings. Uh, So it really helps with cravings. It really helps with satiety and not always feeling hungry, not always feeling snacky. And it's a big part of my goal is to be leaner and stronger and healthier in this phase of life. Obviously, whole food sources of protein are amazing and should be the sort of lead domino. But uh, a protein smoothie is a huge help for me and also feels like a treat that I look forward to. So it's a win, 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 win all around. And a lot of them are just filled with junk, junk ingredients, uh, junk sweeteners, or they don't taste good, or they don't mix well. So I love mine because it's very clean. It also mixes very well. I think it tastes great. So I'm going to give that away. I'll also link it up in the show description. Um, I will announce the winner at the end of the show. All you have to do to be eligible to win is uh, leave a review of this show on whatever platform you are listening. So most of you guys have heard me mention that about three or four months ago, I started working out with a trainer again. And I did that for a couple of reasons. I have a pretty good setup in my office, which is like on our property, but a separate building. I have a good setup with dumbbells and a treadmill and all the things that you could kind of need for your own fitness and then some, to be honest. But I got back to working with a trainer because for me, I like the accountability and I tend to work harder when somebody else is watching. That's the truth of it. I don't love group classes and that is largely because I'm an introvert and I just don't enjoy the social aspect of fitness. So I like working out with a trainer because it is that one-on-one vibe, because I feel like I work more intensely, fewer breaks, fewer distractions, and I do well with feedback. You know, we we always start our workouts, when I'm working out with a trainer, with farmer carries because it's really great for core stability, among other things, grip strength. And... It basically means I'm holding two heavy-ish kettlebells, and I walk while holding them for a set amount of time, and we do this four times. And recently she said to me, I had been in the habit of like the first one I'd go unbroken, the second one I'd go unbroken, the third one I'd set down once, the fourth one I'd set down once, like for, you know, set it down for a second or two seconds just to shake out my hands and pick it back up. And she said, you don't need that break. You can go unbroken on these. You're at the point where you can go unbroken. And because she said that, I felt competitive. And had she not said it, I probably would have continued to take that one or two second break, which in the scheme of things is not a big deal. But to get stronger, you kind of have to push past that part where you could keep going, but you don't really want to keep going. And I benefit greatly from somebody calling me out in those ways. So I am building back my fitness. I'm building back my fitness Because of four babies, three C-sections, because of the break in regular fitness. And what I can tell you looking back on it is I wish I had never taken a break from being in a gym setting. Now, obviously, yes, I understand gyms were, were closed down for some period of time, but that wasn't a very long period of time. It didn't certainly reflect the length of my break from a gym. And I do love and value the convenience of being able to get workouts in at home. That is not something that I don't use or don't appreciate. It is going to be a part of my fitness because of my family situation. I'm going to work out at home sometimes. But If I could go back in time, even while pregnant, I would have liked to still be in a gym at least once or twice a week, even if I was way dialed down on the intensity, even if there was no impact at all. There is always something that you can do, and I wish that there had just never been a break. I wish I had never stopped. And what I was reflecting on is if I am fortunate enough to get pregnant again at some point in the future, not only do I want to keep working out with my trainer, I want to work out with my trainer more. So right now, I'm, I'm three times a week with my trainer. I want to go to four times a week. And to be clear, I started with one. I started with one to ease into it, and then I was seeing the benefit, but also the enjoyment. It's something I do for myself. I don't really go out to dinner with friends. I don't have many hobbies. And so it fits into that bucket for me personally. But I said to Chris, my husband, if I am fortunate enough to get pregnant again, I'm going to decide to work out with her more. Not the same and not less. Though I know intensity will look different and some of my workouts will absolutely need to change. And if I were to have a high pregnancy, high risk pregnancy again, I mean, who knows if I'll have another pregnancy, but if I had another pregnancy and it was a high risk pregnancy, there are still things I can do no matter what. And the commitment that I want to make is just not taking an undefined break. So let's say that I get pregnant again or I get injured or, you know, I have a C-section and I have to have that six week-ish recovery. What I want to do differently is have those appointments on the books for that future point in time. Instead of like, oh, I'm going out, you know, for a C-section or because I break an arm or something like that, I will be proactive about scheduling the sessions so that there is a defined and determined date of return. And this is not about fitness, though I'm using this as an example. I think this is true in business. I know this is true with nutrition. At some point, we stop. And then we look back and wish we hadn't stopped. When I first started, well, Not really when I first started working out because I started working out probably when I was like six or seven because my mom wanted me to lose weight. We won't go down that path today. That's a conversation for another day. But uh, at the beginning of my 130 pound weight loss, I was probably 50 pounds into it when I started working out with a trainer. And then I started doing CrossFit and I remained consistent with that up until, I don't know, maybe maybe two or two or three months into my pregnancy with Dagny, my firstborn, I wish that I had kept going. I developed so much strength and so much stamina and so much flexibility and power and confidence. Not to mention the fact that it was a rock solid routine for me. I put years into developing that routine. I mean, really, probably okay, let's think about it. 2013 to 2019, just rock solid consistency. And it's not that there aren't valid reasons for stepping away. Like I said, the gyms around me shut down for a while. That is that is not to be argued. C-sections, loss But if I could go back and do it differently, I absolutely would. I would have been working out with a trainer through all of my pregnancies, even the twins, even when I was on a modified bed rest. There are undeniably things that I could have done. And that is true when I look at everything. I've written three books. Two of them have been published. And writing is so hard for me. I get distracted. It's almost more mental than it is about my skills or anything else. It's like I, because I know that I need this focused writing time, this resistance just rears up. Maybe you've experienced that. I've certainly experienced that with dieting. I've experienced that with fitness. I've experienced that with writing. I've experienced that with b- building a business in general outside of writing. But there have been times when I got into a great rhythm of writing first thing, like the first thing I would do for work before I checked email, before I got on social media I would write for a certain amount of minutes or a certain number of words. And then when you stop, you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't stopped. So now I'm looking at how can I learn that? How can I use that? awareness and that experience to stay in the game where it matters most. And that doesn't mean you can't ever stop doing something, right? I mean, if you began taking guitar lessons and then you realize that you don't like guitar, by all means, stop. When I first started Primal Potential, I thought it would be a blog and I hated blogging. So I stopped. That's okay. But we all know these areas where maybe you were eating a certain way for months or years and it felt so good and you felt amazing and it's the healthiest you've ever been and then for any number of reasons, valid or not, you stopped and you're like, oh, I wish I had just kept going. So how can we use that to make our journeys better and easier moving forward? You know, it's I I can look at areas where I haven't ever stopped, and the podcast is a great example of that. I've never missed a week. There's things that have changed, just like my workouts will have to change due to circumstances of life or injury or illness or who knows, maybe a future pregnancy. I'm not pregnant, just so everybody's clear. I'm not pregnant. But when I started the podcast, it used to be one episode a week. Then it was three episodes a week. Then it was two episodes a week. Now it's seven episodes a week. The The way that it shows up will be different, but I have never missed a week. Never. Not when kids were born. Not when Dagny died. Not ever. I've never stopped. And I'm not bragging about that, though I certainly think it's okay to be proud of your consistency. And I'm very proud of that consistency but that's why the podcast has been successful, because I've just never stopped. It has changed in every single way, except the name. My name has remained the same. But the intro, the outro, the topics, the duration, the frequency, all those things have changed, but I have still done it. And there's such a powerful reminder in that. So I know now that I'm not going to stop working out with a trainer. I probably will change trainers many, many, many times as my needs change, as the relationships change, as schedules change, if I were to move. But I can learn from reflecting where a lot of people feel disappointed. You know, Uh, when I first got back into working out with a trainer, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've lost so much strength. I've lost so much power. This is frustrating. But we don't have to feel frustrated by it. We can be encouraged and inspired by it and decide to take a lesson and apply that lesson from the experience. We don't have to be judgmental. I recently went back to acupuncture. I hate needles, but I love my acupuncturist. And I'm sure that like anything, there are great ones and there are crappy ones. My acupuncturist is amazing. And when I went back, I was like, why did I ever stop? And I know why I stopped. I I was going to her to help with fertility and then I got pregnant and then I just stopped going I wish I had never stopped I wish that I had kept up this maintenance treatment so instead of being disappointed oh I should have been doing this all along I'm just going to make sure that I schedule out my appointments so that it's never oh yeah I'll, I'll figure it out later same thing with my trainer week after week after week after week even if I go on vacation I'm going to make sure that we have things booked for when I get back I have clients say to me, I was religiously listening to your podcast and I was doing so well Then I went on vacation and then a slip turned into a slide and it's been 18 months and I wish that I hadn't stepped away from it. Just don't stop. If you've been in a routine of reading your Bible, even if your mornings over the next few weeks are going to look different and maybe your schedule has to change Use that knowledge that you don't want to get away from that pattern to be proactive. Put it on your calendar. Do something so that you're not in the position to say, oh, I wish I had never stopped. We know what we're going to say that about. Whether it's the eating well or it's the checking your weight at a certain interval or it's working out with a trainer or it's writing. Just don't Stop. There are going to be times when it feels like nothing is working. That's part of the process. Just don't stop. People get so screwed when they let the lack of results be the reason that they stop. Just don't stop. There are going to be times when something needs to change. Change it. Just don't stop. There are going to be times when you don't want to do it. That's okay. Just don't stop. You know, maybe you were running every single day and you're in a funk or you hurt your foot. Just don't stop. Maybe you need to walk instead. Maybe you need to shorten the duration. Maybe you need to bike or swim, but just don't stop. Keep going to church. Keep praying with your kids. Keep taking your measurements. I know a lot of people feel like, well, I had to stop because of X. And I guess one of the primary messages I want to get across to you is you don't have to stop. You might have to change something, but you don't have to stop. So in addition to working out with a trainer for my fitness, I've been doing this abdominal rehab for my core because of diastasis, which is separation of the abdominals that can often happen in pregnancy. And sometimes it heals on its own, sometimes it doesn't, but it can be healed. And I've been really working to do those rehab exercises every day. And I'm noticing such a big difference, which is so encouraging but even if I can't run or jump or lift, I can still do my abdominal rehab every single day. Even if I were to have another baby and recover from a C-section, I can still do my abdominal rehab on day one that that baby is born or day two afterwards or day three or day seven. There is something you can do always, There is something you can do. And that is available to us in ways that it never was before because of the Internet. Because of the Internet, there's always something you can do. You're traveling. There's still something you can do. You're injured. There's still something you can do. You've been laid off. There's still something you can do. Your financial situation has changed. There's still something you can do. Just don't stop. Don't entertain reasons for stopping because here's the thing. You are so much closer than you think you are from what you want. And the key is just don't stop. Just don't stop. So when I was thinking about this with my fitness... And saying to myself, I just never want to get away from it again. I never want to be like, oh, yeah, I'll figure it out. I got to figure out a new thing. I want to make sure that I always have those appointments scheduled, that I always have those, those workouts in my calendar. I started asking myself, where do I need to apply that in other things in my life? And I'm not a big scale person. I don't think that it's a great indicator of fat loss, but I do think that it can be a good indicator of trajectory. You know, I I don't think that day by day your scale weight is a good indicator of if you're losing fat or not. But week over week, month over month, if we're seeing a two pound, four pound, six pound, eight pound creep, That could be indicative of a problem. So that's something that I don't want to get away from. I used to do like a fit test at the beginning of every month where I would do you know, push-ups and I would check my measurements and my weight and different things like that. And I got away from it. That's something I don't want to get away from because then all of a sudden five years has gone by and you used to be able to do five pull-ups and now you can only do one. Or five years has gone by and though you don't really feel like anything changed, you're 10 pounds heavier. There's also some things like that in my work. I want to get back to writing every single day. Sometimes with my schedule with the kids and and time with the kids really being the priority, I can use my work time for just tasks that I really want to get done on that day instead of skill building. And writing is a skill that I really want to build and I want to write every day. And I don't want to stop because there's something I can write every day. I might not be able to write for 20 minutes every day. I might not be willing to write for 20 minutes every day, but I can write for five. And I can just have that be something that I never stop. Doing. Just don't stop. You are closer than you think, but the reason that it's taking longer and the reason that you feel frustrated is that you keep stopping and you keep entertaining stopping and you keep justifying stopping. Just don't stop. You can change, you can adjust, but just don't stop. You are closer than you think. Learn. From where maybe you've been frustrated with yourself in the past. Learn from that. Use it. Put something in place as a result of what you've learned. Just don't stop. Stay in the game. Our winner today of my favorite protein, which I will link up in the show description, Shell Bell L. El- MN, Shell Bell MN. If that's you, email me, Elizabeth at Let me know that you are the winner for 1128. Include your mailing address in the email and email me within 60 days of this episode airing, and I will get your protein out to you. Again, I'll link it up in the show description. Guys, so much of this is mindset. So much of this is the way you think because if you are talking yourself out of action, oh, I can't because of this, oh, I can't because of that, you have a huge opportunity for a mindset upgrade. So if you are not yet part of 10X Mindset, I would highly recommend that you check it out. It is less than $200. You can go through it infinite number of times. And I always say this, if there's one day of the 30 days or there's two days or three days that really change you and challenge you and open your mind in a new way, it's worth it, right? And then if you go through it again, which you can do infinite number of times, it might hit you differently because you're in a different season of life or because you're working through a different challenge. So check out 10X Mindset. I'll also link that in the show description. If you have questions about it, let me know. But just don't stop. I'll see you tomorrow.